Iowa everywhere. From the Channel Seed Studios. Studios. Welcome to The Hook. A look behind the lines with Mike Palm and Ken Miller. Powered by Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. This is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Hook. My name's Ken Miller. I do sports talk here in Des Moines on Des Moines Sports Station, along with Trent Condon, weekdays from 11 to 1, 106.3 KXNO. My partner in Iowa, uh, now based in Las Vegas, where he's the VP of Operations for Circus Sports, uh, coming to us tonight from the D, which is just down Fremont Street, uh, Bar Canada. Boy, you had a terrific shot, Mike. It's too bad we couldn't have pulled that one off. That would have been a great backdrop. But off we go to the championship city. The parade is going to be on Saturday night. How are you? Good, Kenny. Yeah, it was an exciting week here. You know, we win the Stanley Cup, and and then the legislature votes to give the A's $400 million. So, you know, you get the yin and the yang. Yeah, you did you do. When will the A's move, Mike? When when's the will they play another year in Oakland? Well, that's the problem. I mean, they might have to play a year at the Aviator Stadium, the Triple A Stadium in Summerlin. Yeah. I think that's the most likely outcome, which has ten thousand seats. You know, they outdraw right. the A's. The Aviators are average ninety seven hundred people, the A's are at eighty one hundred, which maybe there's four thousand really there, but um that could be a possibility, I think, getting out of uh, Oakland sooner rather than later the contracts up and obviously they came to an impasse with the city council so we'll see what happens kenny there's a lot of problems with this deal though i mean the the, the legislature's put a lot of terms and conditions on the a's for example you know all these major league ballparks minor league ballparks the concessions are run by charities i mean that's oh. the way it works they're requiring full culinary contracts with everyone that works in the stadium i mean you know, with health and welfare, that's $25, $30 an hour for employees. I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't know what they're going to average for attendance. I still think we're a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Some have suggested Major League Baseball won't approve the deal. I don't think so. I mean, and Derek's been I'm pretty too far with Cohen. I think the vast majority of owners want this move to happen. Obviously, baseball's a revenue sharing, and th- yeah. they would love for the revenues to go up with the move to Las Vegas in a new stadium. And it's still on, uh, at least as far as we know, it's still going to be built on the side of the Tropicana. Yep, side of the Tropicana there, um, not far from the airport, right on the strip. So they're marketing as America's most walkable ballpark. Well, not for anybody that lives in Las Vegas, just for people on the south end of the strip, it's the most (laughs) walkable. Yeah, really, if you're at the north end of the strip, that's a different story. Even center strip, there's no Yeah, no, no, that's a good point. Yeah, from the Flamingo or Caesars uh, down the street, that's a haul, no doubt about it. Well, let's go back to Monday night. Championship, the Stanley Cup, the cup is in the building. The game was just awful. I mean, just just terrible. But what's it been like since then, Mike? What's the last couple of days been like? Now we know the parade is going to happen on Saturday night. That could be a disaster in and of itself, Saturday night on the strip. Uh, anxious to see how they pulled that off. But what's it been like? Um, the party's still going, right? I mean, it, yeah. it was funny, Kenny, because Tuesday I said I couldn't find one person in this city that thought the Knights were going to lose or even had a chance of losing. I mean, everybody was just planning their parties. And, this, and God, the game was awful. Lowest-rated game in many, many years and the yeah. lowest-rated series in almost 20 years, TV-wise. But, uh, you know, Derek and 
part of his crew, the younger guys, let's put it that way, uh, ventured <laughs> out to Omnia, which is the nightclub at Caesar's Palace, and partied the night away with the Golden Knights and the Stanley Cup. I know they were at Delilah's last night, the Knights and the Cup at the Dinner Theater at the Wynn. These yep. guys are doing a lot of events around town. We're trying to broker something early next week for them to bring the Cup to Stadium Swim, do an event at Legacy Club, maybe a dinner at Barry's in between. So we'll see what happens. Disappointing that the parade route didn't go through downtown for me. That would have been a lot better, especially more kid-friendly. The strip yeah. is tore up right now because of F1. Right. I, I don't know. My wife says she wants to go and take the baby. And I said, I don't know if we, I really want you to go down there. And it, it's going to be tough. And the kids, and are you going to put them on your shoulders for three hours? Yeah. I, I told her I advised to pass on that one. Yeah, I think that would be a prudent decision on, on, on your part. Well, let's talk about from a gambling perspective. Obviously, uh, a hometown team, that's going to hurt, I would think, the uh, the properties in Las Vegas. I'm assuming Circa was no different. You told us leading up to it that if the Golden Knight wins, that's not good for the bottom line. I mean, it's great for the city, uh, but uh, not good for the bottom line. Yeah, for us, the swing, and we would have had a good result if the Panthers won, uh, was uh, seven figures. It was a little over a million dollars between what we lost and what we would have won. More like three quarters loser, or we would have won a quarter. Um, but the individual games were bad too, Kenny. Anytime it goes nights over and puck line, it got no oh, shot. Right. And three of those games did one, two, and five all did. Um, so, you know, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. So, um, <laughs> A lot of civic pride, though. It's special mm -hmm. moments for everyone here who bonded with this team through the tragedy of, you know, 10-1. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just a couple days after they won yeah. on the road in Dallas, James Neal scored the game winner to open it up. And I was there, very emotional opening night with all the names of those that were mm -hmm. killed in that yep. senseless tragedy. And that wasn't even all. I mean, there were more that would die in weeks to come and all their first responders. And it was really a community and a team born together. We'll never replicate that. No. Certainly no. not with transplant teams and maybe even not with a not with a uh, expansion team if that were to happen in the NBA or something like that. But, uh, uh, you know, we got a lot of promo and a lot of branding. Out you of did. Match. Yeah. Circa. Yeah. And the two to three thousand people that came for all the away games that came down to our properties and specifically stadium mm -hmm. swimming sports books. So that's more of a long term play, though. In the short term, it was negative financially for us in the long term. Um, maybe positive and we've got other teams calling in now do you want to sponsor our patch and let me tell you they're <laughs> yeah. a lot more than what our deal with the knights is so really oh, like 3x <laughs> wow interesting yeah. well you guys had some uh, some positive news out of illinois i saw today uh the the uh, your partner has been uh, they've been given their yep. approval and looks like full steam ahead mike at this point we're waiting on the tech we're waiting on stadium to get licensed there um Still shooting for August 22nd. I think worst case scenario is first week of September. I think I think they're going to get that done, and we'll be there to take bets for the kickoff of the NFL season. Yeah, week one, that would certainly be a, a perfect target. Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, here, here's a question for you. Which of the – because it's hard for teams that get to a championship and don't get win the championship to get back. Uh, more likely that the Panthers or the Miami Heat play for a championship next year. Well, I think the NHL has more unpredictability to the playoffs. So I would say the Panthers. Um, you know, the Heat were one seed, what, two years ago in the East? But that's tough. Boston and Milwaukee both in that conference. Right. I even think, look, the Nuggets opened plus 475. That seems really short to me. I thought so, too. Knights between 8 and 10 to 1, depending on where you're getting them in Nevada or out of Nevada. 
but to be honest with you, why would you tie your money up for a year? I, mm-hmm. I don't get that, especially with the numbers low as 475. Here's a question somebody posed to me in an interview today, which will happen first. A Canadian team will win the Stanley Cup or a non-SEC team will win the National Football Championship? That's really good. Uh, which will happen first? The latter. Yeah, and it might even happen this year. It could happen. I mean, year, you got absolutely. rookie quarterbacks. I think yep. both Ohio State and Michigan are going to be good again. Yep. I think adding USC and UCLA to the Big Ten helps that cause. Yeah, uh, we, we talked about it uh, earlier uh, in, in, the, in the week um, on our TV show on Mediacom, trying to get Jeff Benson to put up that prop. Canadian team win the Stanley Cup next year. Mike, the more I think about that, you threw out six or seven to one. I think that's a pretty fair price. You get all the Canadian teams versus everybody else. Yeah. I mean, I know you don't get Colorado and you don't get the Bruins and you don't get the Stars. Obviously, you don't get the defending champs. But I think Toronto, one of these years, is going to break through. Edmonton looks like they're on the cusp. You identified the Senators a long time ago as a as an up-and-coming team. I think you do a lot of business, and particularly from where you're situated today, Bar Canada, which is a magnet for Canadian tourists when they come to town. I asked a guy that's pretty sharp. Not one. Of, I didn't want to ask our risk room yet, but a guy that's a pretty sharp hockey handicapper and odds maker. He said he'd make the price eleven to two or plus five fifty. So yeah. just a little short of what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, you're you're in the hunt. What would you do? Would you do you like that bet? Well, who, why would you lay it? I mean, you're not going to lay that for the. Those are fun bets. I mean, if you're right. going to take them, uh, you you would want to take it, take the plus price, and then see if you can get one of those teams in the final four and what you can do with it. But yeah, you know, I I think. You, you probably you're right. You probably have three live teams there with Toronto, Edmonton, and maybe Ottawa. I'd take Ottawa as the third choice there. I would too. I think Winnipeg's maybe last, even behind Montreal, and yeah. uh, maybe not next year. But there's a rebuild coming, and then I, I don't know how to judge Vancouver. You know, I, I just don't. You're going to have a new boss in Calgary, a new head coach. Yeah. I don't see those teams as big threat. You know, Edmonton, there was a great tweet, I think it was last night, about Edmonton had the number one overall pick in 09, 10, yeah. 12, 14, whatever. It was four years out of seven. Yeah. Every number two pick that year is now won a Stanley Cup. <laughs> is that a fact? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Including Jack Eichel, who yep. went behind Connor McDavid. That's what, and... that's, that's what completed it. Yeah, isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Boy, Eichel had a hell of a series. He really did. More and more people I talked to think thought that he should have won the Conn Smythe. Um, I thought they gave it to the wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, and, and on the broadcast, they were certainly heavily saying they thought it was going to be. I was really surprised. And, you know, if you wanted to bet it before game five, I saw spots where Marsha so was as high as minus six dollars. Was he really? Yeah. Wow. How about that? Did you see what Bruce Cassidy did? I saw a video. I think it was from the Golden Knights Twitter account uh, before game five. They you know they always make a big deal as who's starting. He started the guys that were there from the beginning. Yep. Yep. How about I didn't know that until today. What a what a great gesture! It's like that senior, up the boys, like senior night, right? Yeah, like senior. Well, all the seniors start on a basketball team, whether right. they played a minute all year. Yeah, I thought it was a great classy gesture. And who's feeling better than Bruce Cassidy, who gets fired by the Bruins and wins a cup in his first year in Las Vegas? Indeed. Well, speaking of the Bruins, you had them. La- what did you have at thirty-five to one? I did you better in August? I did. I bet I bet so, Jim Montgomery every year, wherever he's at. Right, right. Well, you're not going to get 35 to 1 this no. year. They'll be amongst the favorites. Do you have a team? And I, for those of us who like to get involved, I do. I'll, I'll bet a couple of bucks. I'm going to bet your Senators. I'm betting Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, Ottawa. What do you have, Matt? 40 to 1 that I see? Yep. Mm-hmm. 
It's pretty good. I saw 42 to one in one place. I think that's the play of of anybody. Right. And I usually bet two, three or four teams. Um, That's going to be, that's going to be one of my plays for sure this year, because they're going to surprise people. People, they're not on anybody's radar, but they're a good young team. But if they get a goalie like Connor Hellebuck, yep. and that rumor's yep. out there because he's going to be – he's gone from Winnipeg. Yep. Do, do you bet it now in, in hopes that they do improve the roster? Because that would hurt the price, I'm assuming, once – It a, would hurt the price. So you, you probably got to bet it early, right? I think because you do. It's not going it, to – you're, you're unlikely that it's going to be any significantly higher come season start. And indeed. All right, uh, let's move on. U.S. Open is upon us. It's the uh, third of the four majors. Boy, they go quickly, don't they? It just It seemed like it was such a long slog from the Masters to the U.S. Open uh, to the British Open and then the PGA in August, which nobody cared about because everybody's focusing on football at that yep. point. But it's just bing, bang, boom, and it's over. Who are you guys? Uh, have, did you take, any, uh, take any big bets on, on any golfers at big prices? We did. We took we took a couple of big bets, Kenny. Um, this kid that's six under now. We took a bet on him at at two hundred and fifty to one. Brian Harmon. Harmon, the left-handed kid. But he's. I mean, he's. He could. He could be the first round leader. I yeah. mean, he's still got what six holes to play here. Right. Um, and then you know it's the usual suspects. Um, Rom and bet, Rory. We took a bet on this guy Bennett. I don't know who he is. At six hundred twenty-five to one. And he finished his round three under. Yep, he was under. The the big losers for us outside of those two, Athigala, the Indian yeah. kid that went to Pepperdine. Yeah. Trent likes him. He's a big loser for us. And then uh, Lee is a, is a big loser for us. Morikawa, Spieth, Homa, Pavlin, Shoffley, um, Fowler. Those are the losers. And Ricky Fowler's off to a great start. I mean, for gosh sakes, he shot Shoffley, 62 I today. Shoffley, Shoffley, I saw Shoffley as low as 3-1. to one. Um, That's too low. No, that's right. It's crazy. I bet Hovland. Uh, he's 28-1 to one right now, one under. Big winners for us are Rom, Kepka, uh, Fleetwood, Lowry. You know, everybody that I didn't list is a winner of some sort. Uh, Clark is a push. Much, Ackleson, much action on Mickelson? Um. You know, he doesn't come up uh, because he was 200 to one. So he couldn't have been much that he made a difference one way or the other. I know he was Mm -hmm. at three under at one point. Uh, So we'll see. And this will all change because we'll repost and then the matchups and all that kind of stuff. But, um, boy, blazing the score so far today. I know they're not going to cut, so the roughs are going to keep getting longer. But Mm -hmm. the weather there is just the same every day and no wind, right? So 70 degrees and no wind. Greens are really fast. Um, There's some tricky, but uh, they've been really playing some great golf so far. I mean, when you think of a U.S. Open and guys are eight, one under, two under wins it, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, yes. four unders, four unders a lock. Yeah, that's a great tournament. You're going to take yep. home the trophy. Yep. Where does this one rank amongst the majors, the U.S. Open, as far as from a handle perspective? Uh, second, uh, the U.S. The Open is second behind the Masters. Um, usually the British Open is third, but it could it could with the Players Championship bounce back. The Masters has such a long run and future book that real serious betters are betting into for months and months and months. It has such mm-hmm. a head start, Kenny, um, that no nothing's going to touch it. Right, right. Um, but this one's good, and you get a crowd, and it's Father's Day weekend, and you get some guys come down on Father's Day, and uh, you know, and people have a lot of memories of the U.S. Open because it's on yeah. Father's Day and Father's sharing Day it with weekend. their fathers. Yep. 
Yeah, uh, I know I do. I remember watching with my dad. What year was it? 82 or 83 when Simpson beat Watson. They were yeah. neck and neck the whole final 18 and, and, and stuff like that. So it's a great event. And, you know, I don't like to toot our horn that that much because we do things well, but there's other things we need to improve upon. But there, you can't argue with golf. I mean, no. the golf is just the golf is just the best there is. The takeout is half of that of any other book and. Mm-hmm. And more than double, you know, of many books that are book holding 35, 38 percent. And we're at 16 down to 12 by Sunday, you know. Yeah, that's a huge difference. That, 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 huge. that difference goes that in the pockets. A 40, a 40 cent line. I mean, it's a five cent line. That's that's big. <laughs> yep, that's that's big. Hey, I want to go back to the uh, to the uh, to Oakland for a second. Yeah. When they move, do they bring the name with them? Do they have to change the name? Would they wouldn't it be better for them if they did? I don't know. There's still a lot of people in Philadelphia, I'm sure, that are partial. Yeah. To partial yeah. to that. I, I don't know. Um, the interesting thing is their AAA team is here, and it, they have the option if they want to keep the AAA and the major league in the same city, but most teams don't. So right. what will they do with the Aviators in that stadium? It's it, There's a lot of questions still unanswered here. Is it real grass, Mike, at the, at the ballpark in Summerlin? They, they, yes. Wow. Yes, it's, a, it's, a, it's open. And here's the thing. You know, the new stadium's required. It has to have a retractable dome, and it has to have grass. So, you know, the Raiders do a great job of growing their own grass and bringing it in. The college play on artificial turf. The Raiders play on that reel, and maybe they'll learn the lessons from the Raiders on how they maintain that great grass field and then just wheel it in. I don't know if they have the possibility to build it like that, where they kind of have that shelf under the stadium. But the A's could take some lessons, because that's beautiful turf, the real grass that the Raiders play on in a dome. Right. Don't ask the Arizona Cardinals for help no. with that. <laughs> oh God, they couldn't even even the greatest turf, the 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 what the the sod sod doctor and all that. Right. I mean, that was yeah. off. I said that I said that would be a factor in the game, and I guess the handicap was to play the over because people were slipping and sliding, and mm-hmm. the DBs, you know, trying to break on the ball were were in yep. bad shape. There, it was bad. Michigan TCU was awful. We saw Arizona the players getting hurt all year long, and they never did anything to get in any better for the Super Bowl. Uh, how are the millions and Survivor signups going? I think we're at two forty, I think, in Survivor, and the millions is around one thirty or one forty, which normally at this time they're even. So the Survivor ah. is it's early with the small sample size, but it looks like you know there's a big trajectory that it's almost already doubled. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Well, I want to end it with this. Um, you're, you're an Iowa guy. You made it to the State Fair growing up, right? Yeah. So when you go you go to the State Fair, you go on Fremont Street, there's always an opportunity. You know those caricature drawings? Uh-huh. Give me five bucks and I'll draw a picture yes. of you and the family. Well, we found this bad boy on Twitter after you filled it, and I think it was earlier in the week on Monday. Mike, I've never seen anything this well done. That's Mike Palm. That's incredible. Well, that was based off a photo that was actually taken on that night, and it was turned into this pencil drawing. That was from opening night at Circa, and they had uh, George Shea, who announces the hot Nathan's Hot Dog Contest, announced each one of the officers and did a whole run-up and, you know, this whole thing about the palm reader. And, yeah, you know, yeah. he knows he knows more than anyone. He knows which one is Hall and which one is Oates, and he knows, <laughs> yeah who started the fire and all this stuff. I mean, it was a really funny lead up in his acolytes, the palm readers. And I got up there. You can't even see because the lights are so bright. You just turn and right. I did this this whole deal like this. And it, it, people took that photo and they've always used that of me. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a great uh, pencil drawing. 
No, it really is. I mean, I've got those done before, yep. and I thought I, I thought they gave me the wrong one after it was all <laughs> over. But when I saw that, I wanted to include it. Uh, good stuff, Mike Palm. You good to join me on the radio tomorrow? Uh, I am. I will talk to you tomorrow morning. 10.05. That's going to do it for us here on The Hook. We appreciate you tuning in each and every week as we talk sports gambling and sports in general uh, with our uh, buddy Mike Palm, the Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports, who sponsors this segment. You're watching Iowa Everywhere, and we'll see you next week. Iowa Everywhere.